Hello, welcome back to the B and B Show. I'm Andy Blaylock, and I'm Hey Kevin <laughs> B. Saw. Got him. <laughs> I got it. It's good to see you here. Yes. We're here where we reminisce, we ramble, and you run away. Hey, hey. that was really radical. I don't know. <laughs> Redonkulous. Awesome. Redonkulous. That's yeah. a cool word. I relish you. I rel. I want relish. Uh, no, actually, we can't have relish. You know why? Why? Because today we're sponsored by Celsius. Uh, Tastes are we like really? Chemical. No, are we? No, I think could we could you get please in sponsor us? That would be nice. Celsius, please call us. We drink this a lot, and my heart doesn't feel right anymore, and I feel like I can taste color, and <laughs> I'm really scared right now. I'm gonna take I see step. sound. <laughs> I Let's see everything. Yes. I can actually hear Kirby talking to me now. <laughs> he whispers sweet things to me. You need to, to get a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I need Celsius. It's very good, though. I enjoy it. The only cure for Celsius is more More Celsius. Celsius. It says it burns fat. It also says it is. Are we really doing commercial for them right now? I, I guess it's gluten free. It's made of real vegans. It's kosher, which means it has hot dogs in it, I guess, and it's got GMOs or not. Not sure. So it's delicious. It is and nutritious. I don't know about all that. I don't. Yeah, we were drinking it. And we thought, why not? Just for we fun. Sponsored. We automatically get money, right? Are we allowed to do that? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Better to ask Demonetize. for... We don't make any money, so it doesn't matter. It's easier to ask forgiveness than permission. So. Yes, that is the That is a creed. terrible thing to say. That is exactly what I used this to do. This is an assistant pastor at your church that <laughs> just said them. that. <laughs> I always did that. I was oh. like, well, should I ask? Like, well, if they're mad, they'll let me know. <laughs> and I'll just say, I'm sorry. I'll feign ignorance. Feign you can ignorance. get that away. You can get away with that your freshman year in college, yeah. too, by the way. She's like, I didn't know. But after that, you can't. They're going to know. Yeah. Yep. Um, I had a conversation recently about, <laughs> how do I put this nicely, um, priorities, mm-hmm. and basically how uh, we we have a lot of things that we aspire to be. Yeah. You know, um, we are men-ish. Mm-hmm. We are men. We are men. Sorry. <laughs> Demonetized. Um, some of us will be husbands, maybe. I don't know how we were, but we got lucky. We're blessed. My wife, she loves me. She tells me she anyway. pitied you. Yes. She, like Sarah, pretty pitied me. Your dad said that I was her missions project. <laughs> Your great calling. Yes, I will. Ha- they will have a crown in heaven with our name on it. Flirt to convert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, please evangelism. Target evangelism. Target evangelism. <laughs> Very targeted. That guy right there with yes. the beard. This two hundred and fifty-five pound of pure raw muscle, zero percent body fat. Two hundred and fifty-five. That's pounds. you, right? Uh, Leg day? How sore are you? I'm very sore. Are you sore? Yeah. Kevin Kevin hurts himself. Exercising profiteth little. But it does profit. But it profits none for me. (laughs) It profits none. But it's a good thing. Take care of yourself. It's a discipline, I think. I like that part of it. Yeah, discipline. It it causes pain. Yes. It's pointless. That sounds like a discipline. Just tired of having heartburn all the time. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's the only burn I know. Speaking of the heart. Yeah, speaking of that. Ooh, ooh. good segue. Yeah, talking this guy about priorities and what we aspire to be. We like to talk about misnomers, don't we, Kevin? Sometimes. Yes. You know, we grew up ish in church, and we've gone to a lot of youth conferences. Indeed. There's one coming up. Yes. I think when this airs, it won't be yet, right? I think it'll be right around that time. Yeah. And as Christians, sometimes we say phrases and we just assume. People understand what it means. Christianese. Christianese. Or sometimes you don't, we don't even understand what it means. Yeah. We just throw it out there. I think one of the most confusing terms or, you know, uh, thoughts that you hear a lot in youth, even preaching, is this term here, having a heart for God. You ever heard that? I've been told that. You need that. to have a heart for God. Yeah. Well, it's not a literal heart. 
My heart's for cheeseburgers. My heart for... <laughs> I heart cheeseburger. I heart McDonald's. This guy gets sausage patties with cheese with protein. It's disgusting. It smells terrible. I don't have a heart for that. <laughs> but you know, it, you know, when you're at youth conference, right? You hear like, you need to have a heart for God. The guy will pound the pulpit. Can, yeah, and then the teenagers like, yeah, and they go forward and they snot and they cry. And, you know, what they does that mean? They're like, yeah, and they go home. And they're like, what next? Do I have it? <laughs> yeah, right. What now? Do I have one? You know, do I have heart for God? I'm not sure. Is it, it there? It, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, the reason we derive that term is out of, like, the description of David, a man after God's own heart. Right. So how does someone become a man or a woman with a heart for God? I think a lot of times, unfortunately, people attribute that to emotion. Yeah. So to have a heart for God is like, you wake up every day and you're like, yeah! But no, because David sometimes even felt like, in the Psalms, if you read, that God was a million miles away from him. He yeah. said, I couldn't feel your presence, I can't hear you, I feel like... Yeah, he'd say that a couple of times. Why out there cast cast down yeah. on my soul? Yeah. yeah, it's not emotion, but see, that's a problem because in youth conference there's a lot of emotion. So you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then I like on the bus ride home, the bus was so much bigger earlier. Now everyone's sleeping, and you're just kind of like, uh, all that all that adrenaline starts to right. That's not what a heart for God is. It's not just raw emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it is passion, like David, he had yeah, a desire definitely. for God, but it is also a purpose. It's mm-hmm. also it's also action. Uh-huh. But I'll let you go into yours first because well, I'm gonna take a drink of my delicious Celsius. sponsored Celsius. <laughs> first Samuel chapter 13, uh, Samuel's talking about King Saul. King Saul, as you might talk about, started, I believe, with, with a heart after God. Yep. Um, but that changed somewhere along the way. He rejected God, he rejected his commandments, and it became all about the Saul show. Yeah. But in, in 1 Samuel chapter 13, the Bible says, this is what Samuel saying, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. Saul, it's getting rent from him. The yep. kingdom is getting rent. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart. Mm. And that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Uh, but I, I think one of the things is it's a desire to seek God. Yeah. Is you're constantly seeking him. That doesn't mean you're always perfect. That yeah. doesn't mean you always get it right. That doesn't always mean you're, you know, that you're just this perfect picture of what a Christian should be. Because good giggly wiggly, I have a heart after God. <laughs> no, but yeah. it means you have a persevering desire to seek God no matter what, through yes. thick, through That's thin, good. through disappointment, and uh, you just constantly wanting to seek the Lord. That you have, like, like the Bible says, as the heart panteth after the water brook, yes. so my heart. So my soul panteth after thee. Yearning. You're, yeah, you yearn, you long, you have a desire to walk with God, you have a desire to worship God, hey, Ooh. you have a desire to work for God. Oh, oh yes, let's do this. Print. Uh, yes, yes. Um, but you have a desire, like you always, you're, you're constantly seeking God. Yeah. I look at some of the great people in the scriptures, like Ezra, mm-hmm. and I look at Nehemiah. These these men in the Old Testament, they had a desire to seek God. I look at Hannah, yeah. uh, who was seeking God. You know, David had a a heart after God, uh, a heart after God, a a man after God's own heart. That's what we're trying to say. Yes. And and I, you know, I'm trying to be, I actually, one of our young people came up to me and he he said, what is this phrase? What does it mean? Because as preachers, sometimes we say things and we know what it means, but to somebody else, it might right on over, you know, because we say these terms, these Christianese terms. Uh, But I I think it's a persevering desire to constantly seek God. Yeah, it's good. And... uh, and you know, and then also with that, you know, the Apostle Paul, 
in Romans chapter number seven talks about that which I should do, I don't do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yep. Um, and he says, "Oh wretched man that I am." Does that mean that Paul? doesn't have a heart after God. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. It means that he just wanted to keep trying to seek God and please God. I think one of the marks, I hope you're listening and paying attention, one of the marks of somebody who has a heart for God is this. You will mess up. You'll, you'll say something, do something, think something, and, and it doesn't please God. I think one of the marks of a person with a heart for God, once they mess up, yeah. they, they realize, oh, no, I, that doesn't please the Lord. Yeah. They, they have a desire to please God. And the mark of a mature Christian is they'll stay away from sin or they'll stay away from certain relationships or they'll stay away from certain things, be, because not because, well, what happens if I get caught? That was the problem with Jacob at first. Yeah. Jacob, you know, he, he, you know, they were coming up with this plan. Let's, let's go in and let's, let's trick Isaac and let's, you know, let's get the blessing from Isaac. This is going to go well. Yeah, this is going to go well. It wasn't that Jacob said, well, that's, that's dishonest. That's something I shouldn't do because that doesn't please God. But, but Jacob said, well, what if I get caught? Yeah. See, the difference that's between different. somebody who doesn't have a heart for God or immature Christian and somebody who does have a heart for God is they don't do those things because they know it doesn't please God. Yeah. And, Joseph, Potiphar's and, wife. Yeah. How can I do this? Great wickedness and sin against God. God. Not it's like, not I about, might get thrown in prison. Yeah, I might get thrown in prison. Girl, I'm going to get in trouble with your yeah, boss. It's about, yeah. well, what about what God thinks about these things? Yes. You know, they have a desire to please God. You know, I, I liken it to my relationship with my wife, whom I love very much. <laughs> you know, this, this is scaring me. This is scary. Well, here, here's, here's what I mean there, because I love my wife, there are certain things that I won't do because I love her, and there's certain things that I do because I love her. Somebody with a heart for God, they, they love God, mm-hmm. and there's certain things, hey, I'm not going to do that, or there's certain things I will do because, hey, I love God. Yeah. You know, and that's, that, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, that's, uh, I don't know what accent that was. I have no but, idea. Uh, I, don't, I, don't I liked it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Our, yes, they so. are revolting. <laughs> <laughs> got him. You got me. Um, but that's somebody that loves God is they live their life to please the Lord. They have a persevering desire to seek after God. David yeah. said at, at night and in, in morning and at noon, I will, see, I will seek you. Yeah. Daniel had a heart for God. He saw, sought him all throughout the day. And so, but enough about what I have to say, my rambling on. No, no, about me. What do you think about me? Yes. What does what, Andy have to say? Weary with much speaking. No, it's right on the nose because it's, it's a desire that leads to action. Yes. Always. Because, you know, when Jesus Christ met his disciples, right, mm-hmm. he taught all the people, but he said, come and follow me. There was an yeah. action to it. Right. It's not passive. Having a heart for God is, is an active. It's a verb. Mm-hmm. It's something that you do, not just something that you feel or, you know, the decisions don't matter unless it's followed by action. That's why David, right. like you said with David, when Nathan approached him and said, thou art the man, you know, and said, you did this great wickedness. He messed up, right? Yeah. We all agree that David sinned egregiously. Let's have the yeah. husband stand a few steps forward. <laughs> yeah. And a few steps. Guys, that's, guys. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Ex- yeah. Except for a the, man the after matter of Uriah the Hittite. Yes, the matter. Yeah. Yep. Thou art the man. But what did he do? Because he had heart for God, despite being confronted with this great wickedness, he rent his clothes because of he knew what he did to his God. Yeah. And he wanted to restore fellowship with him. That is having a heart toward God. And I, I think. There are just a few... Well, I'll go on the practical side of it. Go on ahead. The practical side. Hi, man. When it comes to being a man or a woman after God's own heart, that David specifically did, that we see. Three things. You'll like this. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Number one, um, he acknowledged his presence. Ooh. 
<laughs> Nothing will change your life more than the reality. It's not just it's not just a truth, not just a doctrine. It's the reality that right. God is with you everywhere you go at every step of your life. Psalm 139, yeah. That's right. Um yeah, he said if I have my home in heaven, if I have bed in hell, thou art there. Yeah. It was a real it was a realization that David had about his God that mm-hmm. wherever I go, whether I am a humble shepherd or I'm chasing after a lion and rip a sheep out of its mouth or a bear or a giant. That's yeah. why he said the Lord was with me. Remember, he said, the Lord is with me with the lion right. and the bear, and he said, he will surely be with me with this giant. Yeah, it's a reality. And that's what changed an entire nation, was one young man who acknowledged his presence, that acknowledged God's presence. That's because he had a heart for God. Right. Because he knew everywhere he went that God was with him. Mm-hmm. We don't really live with that reality all the time. Right. We would talk very differently <laughs> if we knew God was right there. Somebody told me one time, here's an illustration about it, was... You know, you you take a drive out on I ninety five, you know. <laughs> oh dear! And they <laughs> all go say. eighty and ninety because they can't pull us all over, right? They can't get all of us. <laughs> but inevitably, you see a state trooper, and what happens? Yeah, your behavior changes because you realize somebody with authority is present. Yep. And when you realize that God is present, it changes the way that you live your life. There's an action that comes out of it. But I don't want to steal your thunder. So I've been to many youth activities where they're all cutting up and laughing, and then like these adults walk on their head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what were you? What, what were y'all talking about? Right. <laughs> but it's yeah, everything changes when you mm-hmm. realize who's in your presence. When the boss walks in, mm-hmm. like when Dad walks in, we like suddenly like open our iPads and pretend like we're working. I hope he's not yeah. listening. We put the call of duty away. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, right. That was the t-shirt crown. <laughs> right, right, right. He's here. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Everything changes when you acknowledge the presence, right? Yeah. Um, but not only did he acknowledge God's presence, which that, that alone would be enough. I yeah. mean, that changed David's life and everyone around him, by the way. Uh-huh. But also he engaged in praise. Um, one is about his own mm. relationship, and this is about other people. Yeah. I mean, the reason why people knew that David had a heart for God is because... His heart was always speaking about God. Right when he was talking to all the people in the in the crowd about Goliath, he wasn't like, "Do we vote for Saul? And what's the poll data? And then what's the look? Lo- you know, what's the recent right. social trends? Or you know, maybe we should form a petition? Or no, no." He said, "Why is this guy blaspheming against who? Our God and the Lord? Yeah, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? And everyone bore witness of David speaking his yeah. his his heart for God." And a lot of times when you're at work, people are going to ask you, why are you so weird? <laughs> you know, why don't you swear? Why don't you do these things? And that's when you say, I am a Christian. I'm not perfect, but I've been saved by the grace of God. Yeah. That's ushering the praise. Right. I mean, all of like, Psalms, so many tomes of Scripture written just out of the abundance of praise in David's mm-hmm. heart. And that's having a heart for God, is issuing forth praise to him. Yeah. Not just on Sunday. See, the word praise... I think has ruined our brains yeah. because we think praise is only when it's Sunday morning right. and you're singing and the words are on the screen and you're like waving your arms and you have a beautiful voice and everyone, oh, it's so true. Or there's someone singing a special, oh, they're issuing praise. No, praise is every day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not just singing, it's it's giving God what his due, mm-hmm. basically. And right. like you mentioned Hannah, that in chapter two, that was amazing. Uh, testimony of praise. Uh-huh. The things she was preaching, man. Was Shocking awesome. the corn. Because Shaking she, the bush. Because she had a heart for <laughs> God, because it overflows. If you yeah. really love God, and you have a heart for Him, it's just going to come out of you. Hide it under a bushel? No. No. 
Um, and then lastly, he acknowledged his presence. Uh-huh. He engaged in praise. Yakum. And I like this one. David enjoyed his promises. Boom shakalaka. Amen. I mean, every single time, over and over and over, David said he will surely deliver us. Mm-hmm. He reminded people of what the Lord did for them all the way back in Egypt. Over and over in the Psalms, he reminded his people of the goodness and the mer- thy nurse mercies are new every morning. Right, right, thy right. faithfulness. He enjoyed the promises of God. Someone who has a heart for God is someone who enjoys God. Yeah. And what that means is they rejoice. They rejoice in his promises. They rejoice in the reality. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we hear that prayer is to them that believe God, believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. A person who has a heart for God rejoices in him and wants to seek him, like you mentioned, right. constantly. There was an old catechism. We're not big on catechisms here. We're Baptists. But <laughs> one that I do enjoy, please don't cancel me, is they spent over months, years even, on the true purpose of man. Mm. And they concluded... Anthropology. Anthropology. <laughs> yeah, they are revolting. <laughs> um, they concluded that the sole purpose of man was to love God and enjoy Him forever. And I think that's beautiful. That's a hard and after it's God. True. Right yeah, that is a hard after God. <clears throat> so so. Here, let me let me throw this. I don't know how much time we have left. You want to check your computer screen? Uh, we don't do that. We are so professional. We That's just right. know. <clears throat> how I do don't you use my iPad at all? How do you cultivate a heart for God? Ooh. Mm. Say, I don't have one. How do I get yeah, David one? David was not born with it. And Saul had it at one time. And then he lost and it. And then he lost it. Threw that one at you. It's that, ooh, I like that. Cultivating a heart for God like you said, is number one, a desire, mm-hmm. right? You have to have... I mean, do you care? So right. at some point, Saul cared. Yeah, he did. And then he didn't, because mm-hmm. eventually Saul became about one person, Saul. Like you said, the Saul show. I like that. Yeah. We're going to use that one day. The Saul show. The Saul. Welcome to the Saul show. It's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> David, David, David. There's no I'm so I sick team. of David. Yeah, Saul. <laughs> there's no I in team, but there's a me in team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. But Saul, yeah, it's a desire. Yeah. But then it's also a discipline. Ooh. Ooh. Because remember what Paul said in Philippians? He said, I have learned in what sort of state I am yeah. to be content. You have to discipline. It's not just desire, but you have to seek his face. Yeah. Um, David constantly, constantly read his word, mm-hmm. sang, sought after God. And that takes work. You know, a relationship, boys and girls, is also not passive. You know, yeah. Maddie didn't just happen. Right. We're just sort of like, I'm here, babe. You know, no, you had to I've beg arrived. and plead and wear her and down until <laughs> finally she just gave in, like, fine, I'll marry you. No. Yes. But a relationship, any relationship takes work. It's communication. Yeah. Yep. Sacrifice. Which I com- with. Compromise. Communication. At great personal cost. <laughs> <At> great personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, and that's the same with God. It's yeah. exact. In fact, he sacrificed the most. Sure did. For our relationship. Mm-hmm. But so do you. It's a discipline. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's, that's cultivate. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And lastly, it's your destiny. Oh, yeah. I love it. So to cultivate it, it's simply you have to want it, and then yeah. you have to seek it. Mm-hmm. Because see, it says those that seek the Lord you know, will find Him. It's that, a that's promise. interesting. This this might be a little not, no, it's not really off topic. It, it's it's just it, it's a that's, keep that's going what the, from the B&B show is baby. That, yeah, it's, it's constantly off topic. But I I think about in, in the book of Joshua where the tribe came to him and they're like, our inheritance <laughs> yeah is not big enough 
for how great a people we are. Why did Kevin get so, 20 well, acres? In essence, Joshua said to them, he's like, if you want it, then go get it. Go cut yeah. down the trees. Yeah. Some of you say, oh, man, I want a heart for God. What did I, Caleb I, do? That's mine. Yeah. I call Mountain. After it. I call Mountain. It. That's yeah. what Caleb did. Yep. Exactly. That's Name what Paul it, claim said. It. Name it. Paul said, I follow after that I may apprehend that yes. for which I'm apprehended for. You want a heart for God, then go after it. Yep. You know? We don't run a vain race. I feel like a lot of times in our Christian lives that we pray for these things. Oh, I want to be a better soul winner. Then get a stack of tracks and go soul winning, you know? <laughs> we pray for these things that we could readily go out and do because God's already purchased them yes. for us. So if you want a heart for God, then seek after it. Go after it. Yeah. Don't don't wait for it just to happen. Boom, boom, here it is. I yep. got it. David so, said that he will fulfill the desires of your heart. That's exactly and right. And the reason why David yeah. said that, by the way, is because he knew it. Mm-hmm. He desired after God, and God always. If you want God, God's going to give you God. All right. Yep. You want wisdom? It says He gives it to all men liberally and abradeth not. Mm-hmm. He He goes up exceedingly above and beyond all that you can ask, and I like this, or even think. Oof. Your puny little brain yeah. cannot comprehend the blessings. I and God the power. Solo said, "I can, I don't know. I can think of a whole <laughs> lot. <laughs> I got to think of a whole bunch. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> yes. but it's true." Um, those that seek after the Lord will find them. There's mm-hmm. so many testimonies of people in the middle of nowhere in a foreign country that had no knowledge of God, right. but they had a little bit of light, and they kept following that light, and it led them to the Lord, because anyone who seeks the Lord will find Him. That's and if right. you want a heart for God, well, guess what? You can have it. Mm-hmm. You just have to seek it. You have to want it, and then you seek after That's it. That's right. Well, seek God and pursue it. We are running out of time. Yeah, as always. As always. <laughs> but thinking of Celsius and then Fahrenheit... I got this. You ready for it? Yeah. There's only two types of people in this world. Those who use the metric system and those who've been to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love it. That's good. I love you, Mom. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Love you, Denise. (laughs) And as always, get off Facebook. Yeah. Get your face in the book. Get after that heart for for today. Bright hope for tomorrow. Strength for today. Bright hope for tomorrow. Or whatever. I have a heart for you. Oh, that's weird, man. That is weird. <laughs> we got to talk about that. Have a great day. <laughs> Wait, right after this.